All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing? Breaking news, breaking news. This is RYC Praise News. This is your brother on the scene, Orlando Page. And, man, I'm going to tell y'all right now, this brother here, I've known about him for about, I've known about him for about four years now. I believe four or five years. He may not know that. But I've known him, and I've heard his music, and I've heard other artists speaking about him. The very first time that I think I've seen him or seen a picture of him, he had on the green army hat with the green army flat jacket. I mean, the, I forgot the name of the song that he was, he was promoting, but we're going to talk about that a little bit in this uh, interview here. So without further ado, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the legend, the man himself, Tony Wolf. Holy Ghost, let's go. What's up, my bro? What's up, what's up, what's up? But uh, so do you remember that picture, man? I'm trying. I think that may have been uh, the Cold War album cover for okay. uh, album okay. number, album ten. I think. Yeah, I think it was ten. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, how many albums have you put out? Uh, it's been a total of what? Well, twelve projects. Two of them were EP. And mm. uh, and then so out after those twelve, outside of those twelve, there were uh, what four Bible thump mixtapes, and then also a meaning to go mixtape that uh, that uh, oh man, what is that DJ's name? DJ G Bless mixed up. He killed it, man. Oh my goodness. But uh, yeah, so there's been a lot going on. <laughs> Okay, okay. Man, man, yeah, definitely. You you've been at it, you've been at it. Now, um that really surprises me because that really lets me know the era of um rap or the era of music um you're from because a lot of people now are putting out a lot of EPs, a lot of people are putting out um a lot of singles and things of that nature. Did you ever uh try to figure out, scratch your head, why are people putting out so many singles instead of just going ahead and doing projects like you were? Um, so what was the difference between what you were setting up and what other people were putting out? Well, you know, with the single game, man, it's, it's because everybody has um, attention deficit disorder. <laughs> you know, they're always they're constantly – you know, it's just the human nature that we're constantly looking for something new and we don't spend much time in one area. But I'm from a generation where, you know, one song's not going to do it for me. I need to hear the whole project, the whole concept. You know, I, I think of, like, like this whole music industry as a universe, and each album is a planet. And I don't want to spend, you know, five minutes on the planet and then jump to something else. I want to walk around, see things, see how things work, you know, how the cities are, how the people are, you know. And, okay. and you, there, there's so much more. Like I did an album, uh, album nine, I think, eight or nine, was a, a Day in the Walk. 
and it actually like went through a whole day. And if you only heard one song, you wouldn't even, I mean, you would enjoy that one song, don't get me wrong. And that one song would be the bomb. But in order to get, it's kind of like these Marvel movies. You know, you could watch one Marvel movie and be pleased. But when you realize what the whole universe is and how all of them fit together and then the Avengers and everything, it just blows your mind. So that's where my, my mind is on that expanded universe. Okay, okay. I can see where you're coming from because I was listening to um a couple of your a couple of your uh singles, but the singles were put together in in story forms. I, b- I believe they're the last couple of um singles that you just dropped and they were put together yeah. in story form and I was like, "Wow, man, I mean, it was remarkable to me how you put it together like that. It almost took me back in the day of listening to like a um, like a Slick Rick on how he used to tell stories, you know, um, in his music and things of that nature. So uh, where did you get that style from? I mean, was that always set within you to, you know, tell like a vivid story of what you're writing and your music? And how did that come about for you? Yeah, that that one's been in me all my life. I've I've been, you know, storytelling, and I started out trying to draw comic books and doing poetry and and just, man, I wanted to make movies and everything. Uh, But I listened to, and you're speaking of Slick Rick, uh, I used to listen to music and like when I first heard Sugar Hill and Run DMC and all them, and I was like, man, I wish I could do that. But when I heard Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick get together on the show, I knew mm. that I had to do this. When a, when a man can speak and actually make you see what he's saying and make you feel like you're there, you know, like a Scarface can do, you know, Gabron, um, the, the tunnel rat, oh, my goodness, you know, there are so many people. Corey Red was good at this too. They could make you feel like you're there with them going through this. And mm-hmm. I had just always been writing like that. But my my mind could never stop at three sixteenths. So like every song would always have five and six verses. And mm. I was, you know, I'm thinking to myself like, you know, I'm independent. I don't have a label. I don't have anybody telling me what to do. Why am I just writing? you know, just three sixteens on one song. So I used to do like four sixteens, sometimes five, and sometimes it wouldn't even be sixteen. It would I had one that was like a forty eight bar verse, but the DJs would get on me because they didn't know how to mix it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, okay. Let me let me just start making separate songs. So even with this last one, uh the anti bully project, it's four it's four songs but it's actually just one long song, if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right. It's actually yeah, one, one yeah. long song in four parts. <laughs> yeah, I, but, I got that because when I was listening to it, I was like, man, it it almost feels like you're you listen you listen to one of them, you get the point of where you're going to, but it's like, okay, if I don't listen to another one, it's almost like you're missing something. Exactly, exactly. And God is awesome, man. All these, I mean, these, like, I'm not just a rapper. I'm an artist, okay? You know, like, right. I, I paint, draw, 
everything. So every, you know, words are not just rhyming to me. There is a, everything's put in a certain place for a reason, to help you convey feeling, you know, to help you, to help you understand and to pull you in. Because I could just say, uh, I could just say that I'm hot. And you would be like, okay, well, okay, you're hot. But how do you make me yeah. feel it? Well, I could say, oh, well, I'm, I'm hotter than a fat man in a fur coat running laps with a monkey on his back. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> you on fire at that point. So, Yes. <laughs> wow, wow. Okay, okay. So um, has this always been in you since you were a child? Like, let the folks know who may not know about baby woe. Baby Tony Woe was all this the storytelling and you know putting the words together or the art together and things of that nature. Who brought this up out of you? Man, I was blessed. Oh my goodness, I was so blessed. My mother and father met in high school, uh, Arlington High School. They were in a stage uh, stage production cl- uh, class. They did all the artwork for the stage plays in the school. They met there. He was a poet. She was a writer and also both activists, you know, learning to, they were young at that point in time, but learning to, to uh, live and, and walk in that area. And then my favorite uncle was a, an artist. Uh, he, he illustrated comic books, his own comic books and everything. And then he also did music and, you know, he was he was at that point in time trying to be like a young prince and like play all his own instruments. And so when he started oh. getting recording equipment, he pulled me in to be the guinea pig. And I was only, I think I wrote my song. My first song was a freestyle. And I think I was probably about six years old. It was crazy. And it was just wow. called I Don't Want to Dance Anymore. And I kept singing just all these reasons why I don't want to dance. And just kept making it up, making it up, making it up. And this was in like, this was like right around 1980. <laughs> so I've been around for a long time, man. But I, I, the problem was I couldn't sing very well. And so when when we started really finding out what rap had going on in in you know when Sugar Hill and and the message and stuff was coming, I started realizing that. You know, wow! I don't have to sing. I don't have to carry a note, and I can do. I can still get my words out there. <laughs> so all the stories. I was a good liar too. So don't let me let me uh <laughs> let me bring that up. I used to create some serious stories and try to try to get out of trouble with my father. I would create some serious stories, but you know, all of that would come together in poetry, and poetry into rap, man. And I think my first. Our first, my first major recording was like 1984. That same uncle started a record label, man, and blessed me. And by 80, I think it was by 86, we had our first vinyl in, uh, in the local record stores and was pushing it. And it's just been booming ever since then. But it was about around 2000 when I figured out that Jesus wanted me to do more with it. Instead of just, uh, you know, playing, playing like I'm the dopest. I was already, 
you know, trying to change my life and do, I was trying to do conscious, trying to get away from the gangster stuff because I started having kids. And mm. uh, I was, I was, I was feeling bad because I'm like, here I am trying to be the dopest rapper ever created, and my daughter can't even come to my concerts. And wow, it, it just it just disturbed me, man. And then I started, you know, I started feeling like, you know, I don't want, I don't ever want my daughter to meet a man like me. And so, you know, trying to change my life for the better, started doing conscious music and you know, more into where my parents were trying to send me in, in the first place. And um, got blessed to meet uh, DJ uh, Bloodwash with Bloodwash Productions. And uh, he introduced me to Christian rap, my very first Christian rap concert. I wasn't even a Christian rapper. I got to open up for uh, KJ52 uh, up in Indianapolis. And <laughs> I didn't even know who KJ52 was. But uh, he was super... I, you know, I thought I was going to go in there and, and, like, crush him. I'm going to take this show. I'm the head, I'm the uh, opener, but I'm going to make everybody think I'm the headliner by the end. But when I met this dude, I had never met a rapper who was that humble and and just that kind. And I'm like, what? and believe it or not, I hate to say it, but I'm like, is this dude gay or something? And <laughs> I was like, something Something's not right because they didn't, they didn't tell me this was a Christian concert. They just said it was a blood wash jam. And I'm thinking blood wash like, uh, you know, DMX's uh, Bone of My Bone, Flesh of My Flesh cover. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of people covered in blood and just murder and everything. It's just, I'm crazy, okay? But uh, <laughs> all of that has just been in me, bro. And, you know, praise God that he knew exactly what he wanted done with it. And when it all came together, and I'd say probably about 2000, 2002, it, everything just came to a head and just took off. And and all the song, everything, I you know, started getting blessed with equipment and being able to do more instead of trying to find places to record. I was recording myself and learning. And man, just just blessed with it, bro. Oh. Awesome, awesome. So out of um, all the projects and all the music that you put out there, what are, what is like one one of the couple of the art, well, one of the ones that really touch you the most that you just think about all the time? Oh, wow. Um, there's one on uh, the electric car CD. Um, that's called Breathe. And that that song right there, man, and it, it's basically just saying how I don't want to do I don't want to do anything that doesn't honor my God. Not even breathe. You know? Mm. It's like I want every breath, every time I exhale to be to give him honor, to give him glory, to give him praise, and that song right there, man, is that's one of the one of the first songs that just I saw people crying in in the concerts, and just, I mean it's just it, it I don't man it just messes me up. So that one that one is my has my heart 
Um, what's another one? Oh, one one of my favorites though is "Kill the Second Look" because <laughs> something about that the 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 beat. I mean, a lot of times you just have artists that have dope beats, but to have mm-hmm. a beat that actually conveys the feeling, like I talk about the second look, you know, like when you see a pretty lady and you see once you see she's beautiful, and okay, you go on about your business. Right. But where you get in trouble is when you take that second look. And in that song, we talk about the second look like it's a monster or like it's some kind of beast that we're trying to kill. And the 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 instrumental just, you can feel like there is something gnawing at me and something's about to happen. And that whole song, man, is just, can I kill it? Can I kill that second look? Can I kill it? Oh my goodness, bro! Especially if your brother's going through a, a hard time with with taking a second look. Whew. It's powerful. It's powerful. Wow! Awesome, awesome, man. Um, since you have so much in your catalog and everything, I mean, where can a person if they're just now coming into like CHH and 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 want to listen to some of your music? Where can they go about and dig up some of your um your your older stuff? Well, TonyWoe dot com, T O N Y W H O A dot com, is the uh, you can get all the way back to I think there's like five or six projects on there. The other ones have been taken off the shelf, and uh, I'm thinking about how to put them back on. What I'm really thinking about doing is just putting them on YouTube and just letting people just have at them. Like, go to YouTube, follow Tony Woe, youtube.com slash Tony Woe. You can also get there from my website. And over the next little bit, you'll you'll see all of them coming up because we also have a uh, I also have some books that are coming out that are actually the lyrics from the songs and so you'll see it's kind of like in uh, encyclopedia order so we're we're starting at the end though but you'll see uh, words of woe volume ten and eleven and those are all the words from albums number ten and albums number eleven and uh, I think I did, I did bonus on that because the the anti-bully stuff is is the bonus feature in that. So, um, but you can find everything on the website, man. We got uh, Lonely Superhero is a poetry book, all the CDs, and we got uh, also uh, a line of Kick Life T-shirts and Jesus T-shirts and all that fun stuff. So. Amen, amen. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Tony Woe, ladies and gentlemen, is not just a uh, rapper, but, I mean, like he said earlier, uh, he's an artist. I mean, you've written books and everything. So uh, let the folks know a little bit about that. Man, I, I have just been blessed with words. And, like, they come – it's hard to even say where it comes from because – I don't I don't know how old you are, but but if you remember back in the eighties, when mm-hmm. they had cartoons and the cartoons would have like neighborhood kids, they would always have that one kid that would always rap everything you said. <laughs> it was like that 
that one black kid in every show that was always rhyming with everything he was saying. And, you know, that's where my brain is. Like, I, I don't even do it on purpose. In this interview, in every conversation I have, when I'm hearing people speak, I'm trying to match up their words to some kind of some kind of rhyme, some kind of way. Everything that comes out of my mouth, I'm trying not to spit bars. But, you know, if, if, if anybody would ask me, I would tell everybody, do not become a rapper. If you don't have it in you like it's in me, like I just can't help it. There, there's no way to stop mm-hmm. it. And, and so I have, to, I have to write books, do videos, do songs, everything just to get this stuff out of my head. And wow. if you can't do that, if, if that's not you, just go, go, be, go be a doctor. <laughs> go be a lawyer. Go, go. We, we need people. We need people in many other places, you know, more than we need people in rap. Rap is so, even in Christian rap, it's, it's so overpopulated. There's a lot of people who just like rap, and it's it's been dumbed down enough to where everybody can do it. So everybody's jumping in, but I'm I'm yeah. uh, so, but yeah, but you know, I've been blessed with that, and I believe that God created me for this. So if if you could see my notebook, I get man, I got stuff on my phones, my computers. Okay. <laughs> It's it's oh no have you ever seen the five heartbeats? Yeah yeah man okay so remember in the scene when his sister was singing and he was giving her the little strips of paper. Mhm. Man, it's like that around here all day every day. There are little <laughs> bits of paper. I mean computers. There's laptops with stuff all over them. We because my wife is a singer and songwriter and. Hey. Both of us are just, we break out in songs. It, it, there's always something going on in this house, man. Even our, even our kids are, like, all up in it. If you listen to my albums, you'll hear my kids' voices everywhere. And, and even as of now, my grandkids. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Most definitely, man. Um Man, that's that's <laughs> that just means your house is very lively, very lively. Always, you know, coming up with ideas and different things and putting them together. I mean, that's a lovely thing, especially to be able to share, you know, with the family like that. Yeah, it's, it's a blessing, man. It's a blessing. Amen. Amen. So uh, you let the folks know about your website and everything. So how can um, folks can contact you through your website as well if they want to, like, do some music with you? Yes, yes. And I, I don't discriminate. One thing I believe is that if you, if God put it in you to make a song and you want me to be on the song, well, then, I'll, you know, I'm going to get on and do what God wants me to do. So don't you know? I've never been a person to uh, to uh, say that you're not you're too small or you're too big <laughs> to be for me to be on your song. So I believe that we all have the same mission. Sometimes we just going about it different ways. Right, right. So with with yeah. that being said, you you know a lot of people had this uh, argument before about. 
um, gospel artists not doing collaborations with like secular artists. So how do you feel about that? You know, I, I used to, I used to think it was anything goes. And then I used to, you know, say no, period. But now, man, it, it depends on the situation. We can't, it would be fruitless if we just stamp no on this thing because it depends on what it is, like uh, this anti-bully project. This, this came together because of the volunteer work that I do in schools. And mm. in the schools, you can't, you can't say anything about Jesus anyway. You know, and I built these songs and designed them for students in public schools. And if whoever was feeling it and said, I really want to help with that, well, you know, I'm, you know, you won't be doing, let's, let's say, let's say it was trick that since we down here in Florida. Uh-huh. Now, He's not going to be doing the normal trick stuff, but if he wanted to help me, you know, push this through the school system so we can try to help these youth, yeah. Now, there's going to be some rules and some regulations, (laughs) you know, to it. And now I'm not going to know if it was like a Tony Woe album, you you know, that right there is a special project, but if it was like a Tony Woe gospel album... I'm not going to say it couldn't happen. It would be unlikely, but I'm not going to say it couldn't happen. There would be something, there would be a reason, there would be something there that, you know, it's not going to be just, uh, oh, come on here and rock, you know? Then, but I'm not, going, I'm not going to say yay or nay either way because it depends on the situation, truthfully. You know, like on my albums, I don't have a lot of collaborations on my albums anyway. That's even with Christian guys. Now, I jump on everybody's album. But usually when, when I'm doing an album, there, I mean, there's, it's such a specific thing. And it's like, like everything's already mapped out in my head. And sometimes it's good to have other folks, sometimes not. So that's even like where my Bible thump mixtapes came up. You know, that was about everybody else. So I had... Man, everybody from from K drama to to uh, Kim Pratt to Mahogany Jones to Corey Red, um, man, um, I can't even Big Phil. I mean, you know, hey. D Mob. Everybody was on these things, and um, and that was because that's how it hit my head, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't like going against what hit my head. And if my if if I got an album coming and it says no collaboration, then just there ain't gonna be no collaborations on it. You know? That's the artist in me. I want I want to create what I see. You know? Now don't get me wrong because there I thought about doing um I thought about doing a collaborations album where I put, you know, all the collaborations that I've done into one space and uh then add some more with some folks, but uh, that one's a little slow to come because I haven't, I have, I don't have the vision yet. Because I have to be able to see the story. I have to be able to see 
uh, how it works out. Because even with this one, um, we were, I was originally going to try to get Cicely and John Itty on, uh, on the anti-bully machine. But I couldn't get in touch with them at the point in time. So, you know, I was like, they, because, you know, when I was working on it up north, they were working down in Florida, and then I moved to Florida. And I was like, oh, perfect opportunity. But then we haven't been able to get together. So, it's, uh, you know, but, man, all I know is that God will be glorified, period, point blank. You know, and then. And he built me, and he made me to care. Uh, you know, anti-bullying. Bullying is something that just annoys me. <laughs> yeah. Even from from Satan on down, it's just been a bullying situation. You know, the way he bullied mm-hmm. me into, into eating that apple. You know? Yeah. It, it, it's just from from there on up, everything has been about people, you know, picking on people who don't have what they have, you know. Exactly. So I'm, uh-huh. I'm just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, before before I let you go, man, I definitely got to give a major shout-out to a brother that I, that I see that uh, always gives you some uh, major love whenever you're brought up and everything, is, and that's um, uh, KD. KD the vessel. How long oh, have y'all known each other? Oh my goodness, man! Let me just praise God for a minute, bro. You, I could, I could use KD as, as, as a, as an analogy, man. Like everybody needs a KD in their corner. Everybody, <laughs> you know, we, we, we. It was actually, man. Probably about two thousand six or something like that, where I was uh I was DJing um these jams in the park in in Indianapolis in that town and you know, I was telling artists around the country that like, Hey, I need more music. Send me your singles. You know, and you didn't have to send me mm-hmm. archives. I was like, email me, email me a song, I'll put them all on this, that way I can spin them. So, you know, I ain't trying to, you know, you ain't got to send me your CDs. I ain't trying to take your money. And a lot of people were, I guess, skeptical and thought I was just trying to get free music. But Mm -hmm. out of the blue, here comes this CD from Chicago, King David the Vessel. Heard these songs, fell in love with them, fell in love. Like, man, this dude's voice is just like, whoo, you know, got got that bass going. And so when we went to Chicago, I think the next summer, we went to Chicago on our anniversary, and uh, I found his church, and they they weren't there. Uh, something was going on, and I think they had an event that was canceled or something like that. And we didn't get him, and then, you know, I finally got his phone number and talked to him, and then we started talking and talking. Next thing you know, come to Chicago, hang with him, and we just—I uh, mean, we were—we were getting tight. And then one day, uh, I said, some, "Somebody had made me angry," and I said, "Man, they about to make me go back to the old Tony. They trying to bring the streets out of me." 
And this brother told me, he told me, stop it. You stop that. There ain't no old Tony. There ain't no old streets. You've been delivered. You have been, you have changed. You have become a new creature. I mean, he broke me down to my bootstrap. So much to the point. All I could say was, yes, sir. And here this man is. I, I think I'm a couple of years older than he is, but I was like, yes, sir. And, you know, ever since that rebuke, I'm like, I call him with everything because he's, he's the one I think I know, you know, other than my wife and some of my brothers in the church down here, you know, mm-hmm. uh, well, there's some brothers up north, too, that are like my comrades, my bros, but he's one I know that will will tell me the honest to goodness truth, man, and will will rebuke me when I need to be rebuked and will encourage me when I need to be encouraged. And that's that's brotherhood. That's iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. And I, I thank God for that brother all day. Every, we've done many tours together, free tours. Uh, yeah, even, uh, the gas yeah, tour. Yeah, gas money all day, yeah. bro. You provide the gas, we provide the music and the medicine. So yeah, I yeah. I've been following you. I've been following you for a minute, man. I appreciate you, bro, man. I ain't even know. I ain't even know, but oh. praise God for it, man. Yeah, but but I tell you that 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 KB the vessel man is that is my brother right there, you know. Amen, coming coming amen. from completely different places and backgrounds, man, and and <laughs> God just bringing people together. We just help each other out, man. Even another great song, boy, you want to hear a song is uh is do it in love. That's that's with me featuring King David the vessel. That is my song. That one's on YouTube too. We did a uh, we did a video back in the day. Yeah, All right, I'm gonna man. Up. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, brother, uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up, man. But before I let you go, do you have anything that you wanna let the folks know about? Do you have anything that you're working on? Um, any words of encouragement? Um, anything of that nature? Anything that may be on your heart right now? Man, first of all, I just want to let them all know that I love them. I love you all. You know, deep deep down in my heart, if nobody else is love you, loving you, don't worry about it because between me and Jesus, we got you covered. But I need oh. you to remember that there, there, there is no try. A lot of people say, I'm trying to live right. I'm trying. Bro, either you are or you aren't. You know, do we fail? Yeah. Do we screw up? Yeah. Do we sin? Yeah. But repentance is part of our walk. You know, and and I'm not talking about the repentance where you just go out and do your dirt and then repent. Um, you know, there's there's a difference between earthly sorrow and worldly sorrow, but I, I'm gonna need you to remember that you're you're not trying to be a disciple of Christ. You either are or you aren't. I mean, we look at Peter's mistakes, we look at Paul's mistakes, we look at David's mistakes. You know, people make mistakes. But you're either a disciple of Christ or you're not. All this I'm trying and then spending all your nights in the club and doing everything, but apparently you're not a disciple of Christ. Uh, and if, if if Jesus is not at the, the forefront of your mind, I don't think you're a disciple of Christ. 
my wife would tell you right now, one of the first, when I met her, one of the first things she told me is you do understand that Jesus comes before you. And all oh. I could say was praise God, glory, hallelujah, because he comes before you too. <laughs> <laughs> and we were this thing together. So that's the thing. Sit, sit back, ask yourself, am I really a disciple of Christ? Because if Christ is not at the forefront, you know, and if, 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 if you figure it out and find out that you're not, that's okay. Let's do something about it. Tolerate uh-huh. me. Tolerate me. He, what he, I think with this whole COVID situation and all these Zoom calls and, and all these Skypes and all these different formats, lives and all this stuff, he ain't doing nothing but showing you what, I mean, can't nothing stop you. If you want to study the Bible oh, with somebody, if you want to learn about the Word of God, look at all these mediums that we have. We win it. <laughs> Amen. Definitely. That's it, man. That is it. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this was breaking news with RYC Praise News with your man Orlando Page on the scene. We've been sitting down chopping it up with Mr. Tony. Whoa, I'm telling you. Um, If you don't know, you better know because this brother will tell you the truth, truth, truth. He has enough catalog out there that you can definitely, you know, get to know who he is through his music, things of that nature, and just go back and do that, man. I mean, just like with a lot of these artists that are already out here, go back into their catalog and see where they came from to where they are now and just, you know, feel the difference, feel the shift and everything, feel the growth in in some of them. So with that being said, man, we're going to end this off tonight. And, uh, hey, we'll see y'all again. Y'all be blessed. Y'all be peaceful. We love you. And, uh, hey, have a great day, man. Breaking news. Let's go.